Ya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had put on my heart to do something a little different today. Actually, this is a throwback. You know, um, I pray nothing's coming. I don't know. I don't think it'll be no problem. You know, I just, uh, But it put on my heart to do this lesson today. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just makes me wonder, like, why this one? Yeah. You know, like, out of all the lessons, you know, that I had to choose from, mm-hmm. why this one? Why not? You be the judge. Mm-hmm. Say bye. Yeah. All right, so as you can see, this message is about the truth. Can you handle the truth? Everyone says they want the truth. But everyone can't handle the truth. And we're going to go forth today and we're just going to put forth some truth. But it doesn't come without an advisory. So we have a parental advisory explicit content is it? you know now, I don't want you to get confused with the term the term explicit versus implicit a simple change in the prefix is usually enough to give a word a different meaning or even turn it into its antonym this is why such words uh, such as implicit and explicit are very tricky cause many problems to the, all the speakers of English it often happens that these words are misused and this leads to a lot of confusion. So I don't want nobody to, to get confused. <laughs> implicit speaks to something that's implied, not expressed directly, but still understood all the same. You know, it's, it's suggested by the choice of words and the tone of voice. You know, and even though some of that will be utilized, this is an explicit, explicit um, pre- presentation of truth. You know, something that's explicit is something that's stated directly and fully with no room left for implications. You know, so be explicit as I can. But there's going to be some implicity involved just for uh, for the sake of just because we have an enemy that's, uh, that's looking over my shoulder. Hallelujah. Uh, so we're gonna talk about the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Hallelujah! I always love that saying. Mm-hmm. You know, today we're gonna hold the mirror up. We're gonna hold the mirror up to some folks. We're gonna see, uh, see what what's looking back. Preferably, it's something y'all sure like. Amen. Amen. You know, this is a message to all the believers, as well as the would-be believers, as well as those who think they believe, and even those who don't know even know what they believe, but yet they still say they believe. You know, the truth of the matter is, most believers actually don't believe. 
And I know that sounds absurd. What do you mean, Pastor Obadiah? Most believers don't believe. The fact of the matter is, most believers don't believe. It's just that's just that's very explicit, right? You know, <laughs> no implications in there. No implicitly in there. It's just you know, most believers don't believe. What don't they believe? They don't believe Yahuwah. and that's the problem. Most believers. Don't believe Yahweh. Let me tell you something. Let you in on a little secret. You were created to serve. We all were created to serve. We were created to serve Yah. Yahuwah Elohim and His Son, Yahushua HaMashiach. Make no mistake about it. Amen. You know, you hear a lot about the captives being set free. You know, and you know how Yahshua came to set the captives free and whom he set free is free indeed. Yes, you are free indeed. You free to serve. You free to choose whom ye shall serve. That's what you free to do. I want you to think about Israel when they were set free from their captors in Mizraim. When Mizraim didn't want to let them go. Remember? Yah set them free. He set them free by bringing them into a wilderness so that they can enjoy their freedom. No. That they might learn to serve him. Amen? Am I telling the truth? Hallelujah. There's no way out of serving. Yes. If you're here, if you're on this planet, you are serving someone or something. And ultimately, where the rubber meets the road, it's one of two. You're either serving God or you're serving Satan. Come on, tell the yeah. truth. When it all boils down to it, you're serving one or the other. Even when you think you're serving yourself, mm. you're serving the house of time. Mm -hmm. So choose you this day whom you shall serve. Which God do you serve? Is it house of time? Who is the God of this world? Or is it Yahuwah Elohim? Who is the creator of the universe? Hallelujah. That's a good answer over there. Everybody raising yeah. that kid, right? <laughs> you serving Yahuwah, the king of the universe? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or the God of this world as depicted in 2 Corinthians 4 4. Are you sure? Of whom you're serving. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, first of all, in order to make certain we're all on the same page, mm -hmm. we're talking about which God we're serving. We need to first define what a God is. 
The term God is Elohim in the Hebrews, number 430 in the Strong's. The pictograph is that of an olive, which is an ox head. It also represents strength. The Lamed is a picture of a shepherd's staff and represents the authority of the shepherd. Combined, these two means the strong authority. And this is what a God speaks to. It speaks to the strong authority. It can be anyone or anything of strong authority. Hence, it speaks to rulers and judges. This is the term that's most translated as God in your Old Testament part of the Bible. Now, when we go to the New Testament, it's Theos. And it's number 2316 in the Strongs. And it speaks to magistrates and judges. You know, um, you know, a magistrate is pretty much a judge. You know, so again, we're speaking about judges. We're speaking about rulers. You know, now when you look up God in the uh, the Webster's 1928 dictionary, that's the original one. Um, it speaks of the supreme being. Yahuwah, the eternal and infinite spirit, the creator and sovereign of the universe. But it also can speak to a false god, a heathen deity, an idol, a prince, a ruler, a magistrate, or a judge. Can you see that that strong ruler and judge goes through all of them? Because that's essentially what the term God And if you don't understand that, then you won't understand which God you're serving either. I'm going to show you many people's today's God. I pray it's not yours, but if it is, you know, you get a chance to do something about it. But for most people, behold your God. No, I'm not talking about the clouds either. federal government and state and local government. This is most people's God. God answers when we pray, right? When we pray, we pray to, we pray to God because we're seeking the answer. And God does answer when we pray. You know, Amen. this is in the fundamental aspect of our faith, is it not? So much so that our Messiah even gave us some words of wisdom concerning it. it says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they shall they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans that think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask them. You know, so there's, there's a protocol to prayer. Amen? Amen. You know, and, and Yahshua even gave us further instructions. 
you know, but I want you to, I want to bring something to your attention. And that is that today many people are praying to another God. They're praying to governmental ordinances and decrees. This is an acronym for God. Governmental ordinances and decrees. And this is the God of this world, make no mistake about it. You know, this is the, the ruler and the, and the judges of the world comes directly from these, from this entity, from governmental ordinances and decrees. You know, they have many gods, that is, many judges, many magistrates. Amen? Amen. And when you pray to them, you pray to them by applying to them. What does it mean to apply? It means to make a request. You know, to solicit. To join or combine with, to attach to something. You know, and this is likewise what we do when we pray to Yahuwah. Oftentimes we're making a request, we're soliciting. We're seeking to join or combine with him, to attach ourselves to him, are we not? You know, but I want you to see that you also are praying to the God of this world via what they call applications. Now this is a conventional application form. And so it asks you for all your pertinent information. And this is the application type a type of application form for instance that you would apply to the God of this world with and then you'll wait for your God's answer and God answers prayers and some folks you know they're overjoyed and they run around saying God answered my prayers you know, and the way that God, the God of this world, answers your, your prayers is through licensing. What is licensing? What is a license? Well, I'm glad you asked. A license is a, it speaks to formal permission from a governmental or constituted authority to do, to do something. Um, as to carry on some business or profession. So it's, a, it's formal permission from a governmental or constituted authority. In other words, it's formal permission from God, from governmental ordinances and decrees. Anybody see that? Anybody with me? Amen. You know, so this is what a license is, and this is how the God of this world answers his subjects. It's with license, or not. As an example, here's an angler's license, you know, i.e. fishing license. You know, that the God of this world issues. Now, Yah says the world belongs to him, and he tells his subjects 
that you know you're free to fish. Hmm. But the God of this world says, "No, mm -mm. it's mine. You gotta pray to me, and I'll tell you whether or not you can fish. And it's not gonna. If I do let you fish, it's not gonna be for free. Hmm. You're gonna have to pay me something." Is another type of license. People pray to the God of this world. This is formal permission to hunt. Something that was a necessity, was a way of life, the way that one, you know, um, actually cared cared for themselves and their family at, at one point. Fishing and hunting, that's, that's how they, literally how they put food on the table, I mean, you know, but today, you have to ask, you have to pray to pray to the God of this world in order to feed yourself. Say you want a pet, huh? Well, you gotta ask God first. You know, the God of this world tells you whether or not you can have a pet. Hence, they have dog licenses. You know. For a nominal fee, of course. And then, can't forget occupational license. You know, God gives you formal permission. Oh, I'm sorry, not God, but God of this world gives you formal um, permission to do what you're doing in his world. You know, to work in his world, to make money in his world, to do commerce in his world. Just about anything you want to do in the God of this world's world, you have to apply to him for. Now there's a lot of people who go against their God and try to cheat their God and try to get around their God and don't pray to them for all these things. But this is what the God of this world requires, nevertheless. And if you get caught, there's a penalty. Yeah, you even have to pray to your God to even have a business. Yep, you're going to need formal permission. Like I say, just about anything you want to do, you got to pray to the God of this world. So again, I ask you, which God are you praying to? Which God are you praying to? I know a lot of people believe they're praying to Yahuwah. It's some of them are. But are you also praying to the God of this world? Now, you know, Yahuwah is a jealous hell. I don't know about the other guy. But Yahuwah, he tells us explicitly that he's a jealous hell. And he tells us not to put any other gods before him. Amen? Some people pray to the God of this world. You know, it's the God you're praying to, the same God that answered these folks' prayers. We can see they prayed to their God, and their God 
answered with a big fat yes, gave him formal permission to marry. Is this the same God you're praying to? The God of this world, I remember not too long ago, decided he was, he had a problem with his world and shut the whole world down. about that I think I think the guy in this world was flexing I think he was trying to see you know how strong he was and how much he could get away with and he found out that probably wasn't a good thing now just to prove to you what I'm saying here it is, we have Lake Park Baptist Church. Now, this was during the time when the God of this world shut the world down. And so you have a would-be believer mosey on over Lake Park Baptist Church thinking that they go out to worship God only to find out church activities are suspended. But then they're confronted with an oxymoron or a contradictory statement right on the sign that says worship God in all circumstances. <laughs> well, that's what they were coming to do. But the God of this world told the church to close the doors. See the problem with this? That's a problem. Now this is the same people that's supposed to be worshiping Yahuwah. That's supposed to be taking their directors from Yahuwah. But they're taking it from the God of this world. That's a problem with that. Especially when it contradicts Yah's will and purposes. So we want to Make certain that we know which God we're praying to. We want to pray to Yahuwah, the king of the universe. For instance, you know, Yahuwah, the king of the universe says, remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. This is what he says. Amen? Amen. He says to gather on his Sabbath. You know, this is what he says. But people that claim that he's their God. They pray to him. So they say. He gives them a directive such as this. And they rebel against it. They don't want to do it. For whatever reason. They just don't want to do it. And so most of them don't. Nevertheless. When the God of this world, that is, governmental ordinances and decrees, when he tells them that this is okay, they run with it. When he tells them 
this is acceptable. They accept it. There's no standing, there's no marching, there's no protesting against this. In fact, it's the other way around. They're standing and protesting for this. But where the saints at? What are they doing? See, because the God of this world says, you can't call this a, a he. Because it says it's a she. But what does Yah say? Which God are you serving? Yahuwah, the king of the universe, he's not with that. He says that's an abomination. That's totally against his will, way, and purposes. Yahuwah, the king of the universe, he says the leaves of the tree for the healing of the nations. Yet, the God of this world that is the governmental ordinances and decrees says this is for the healing of the nations. Can you see the problem with this? This is what the God of this world says is for the healing of the nations. We go from the leaves of the tree to this. I'm with Paul on this. I feel that somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Messiah. Because unfortunately, a lot of, you know, y'all's would-be people can't see this. Let me introduce you to something, you know, or if you already know, remind you of something. In scripture, sorcery and witchcraft is translated from the word pharmakia. And it speaks to the use or administering of drugs. Never forget Revelation 18.23 because Revelation is the revelation of Yahshua, our Messiah. And he was revealing something. And what he revealed in chapter 18, verse 23, is that by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Did you catch that? Yes, amen. <coughs> by the sorceries were all nations deceived. Were all nations deceived? They made all nations adhere to that. Did they not? Were all nations deceived? Never forget 
2001. Never forget what the God of this world is capable of. Revelation 9.21 tells us, Neither repented they of their murders, nor their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. They, they won't repent. Yahuwah, king of the universe, is telling us they won't repent. Telling us that the God of this world will not repent. But I'm here today telling, if this applies to you, for you to repent. For the kingdom of Elohim is still at hand. But unfortunately, many today hate to hear the word repent. But I'm here to tell you a time is coming when no one will ask you to do so. Hmm. Not too many people asking you to do so today. <laughs> Even though it's supposed to be the gospel, it was the gospel that the miracle signs and wonders bore witness to in the time of Messiah and his apostles, even to repent that the kingdom of Elohim was at hand. Nevertheless, no one's going around saying that anymore. No one's telling anyone to repent of anything. Everybody talking about the God of this world and their governmental ordinances and decrees. As if it's just one big soap opera. As if it's not an abomination. As if it's not leading us into Hades as if it's not darkness the God of this world is not the one we serve government or governmental ordinances and decrees you know is not who we serve Federal, state, local legislation is not who we serve. This God said this is to heal the nations. Not for us. Not for the servants of Yahuwah and his son Yahushua. The God of this world say this is, this, this is, this is cool. This is okay. This is the latest trend. This is the thing. Not for Yah's people. Absolutely not. Never ever. Also, it says, oh, my ex premature, isn't it? You know, the God of this world, they prayed to the God of this world and they got a big fat yes, but the Elohim we serve says a big fat no. Don't go for that. And let us not forget the other gods. What other gods? The gods of wood and stone. Can't forget about them. Behold the gods of wood and stone. Take note that all the paper 
have presidents on them. What is a president? It's a god. They're the gods of the United States of America. That's on the currency. Same thing is on the coins. Well, paper is made from wood, isn't it? And metal comes from rock, right? Behold, gods of wood and stone. Now, remember, Revelation 13, 7 says, it will be given unto him to make war with the saints and the overcomers. There's a rain that's coming. And they're going to utilize these guys of wood and stone. Which is one of their greatest weapons. And they're going to utilize that against us. Even to the point to where you know, if we refuse to go along with their program, we won't be able to buy ourselves. This is why it's important that Yah's people truly become Yah's people. And that Yah's people begin to join together. Stop being Yah's person. And Yah's person over here and Yah's person over there and Yah's person over yonder and become Yah's people. Because united we stand, divided we fall. Amen? Amen. Matthew Yahoo 489 says again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to them, all these things will I give you if you should have fall down and worship me. This is how Hasatan, how he tempted Yahshua. And this is how he's tempting Yah's people today. He's tempting them with the things of this world. He's tempting them with the luxuries of this world. He's tempting them with the ideologies of this world. He's tempting them with the pleasantries of this world. But are we serving the God of this world in this world? Or are we serving the Yahuwah, the Elohim of the kingdom of heaven and the heaven? Not the Yahoo 624, no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. He cannot serve Elohim and Mammon. You know, you can't serve Elohim and money. And the sad part about it is that, you know, in today's society, Everyone's life, their whole life is centered about money. From a youth, from 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 you know from the time of kindergarten all the way through high school, all the way through college, you know, one's whole life is centered about money, learning so that they can make money, so that they can become profitable, so that they can have the cares of the world. They have no care of what Yah wants for them. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was guilty of this as well. You know, they have the cares of this world and they seek the cares of this world first and foremost and, and Yahuwah second. 
after I go out and have my fun, after I accumulate my wealth, then I'll serve Yah. That's the mindset so many would, would be believers. And if Yah gets in the way of that, oh, it's an easy choice. I'm going to choose the way of this world because, you know, of course, Yah wouldn't want me to suffer. But every saint that I see in Scripture suffered. Everyone. They all went through trials and tribulations. Who are we to think that we're above it? That's quite temerative to say the least. That is not Yah's way. But Yah hasn't answered to your monetary issues. It's found in Matthew 633. He says, but seek first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. But most would be believers, they, they don't. They do it just the opposite. They want to they want to taste the world first. They want to enjoy the world first. And then they want to seek the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness. You know, after they figure they done had their field. That's not the way it's supposed to go. It's supposed to do it the other way around. You're supposed to seek Yah first. And he'll add those other things unto you. We worship Yahuwah Elohim. Amen? Amen. This is his legislation. This is yeah. his legislation. Legislation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Lesignation. Nah, whatever. Anyway. This is his will, way, and purposes. This is his law. This is his commandment. Mm -hmm. This is his decrees. This, these are his rulings. This is our judges' rulings. This is our God's rulings. This is our rulers' rulings. Amen? Amen. This is all the law we need. And when anything in this world contradicts our L's legislation, we're to go with what our hell has decreed. That's right. What he declared. Doesn't mind what the world want to say. They want to say she can be he and he can be she and, and they both can be a it, a they or a them and whatever pronouns you, you want to use. That's their business. But in, that's in their world. But in the kingdom of Elohim, in the kingdom of heaven, he made a male and female created right. he them. Right. And that's all we have. We don't have no it's. His first and greatest commandment in all of the Old Testament is you should have no other Elohim besides Shammai, Israel, Yahuwah, Elohim. And you shall love Yahuwah thy Elohim with all your being, with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your might. You know, this is what we're to do. And we're to place no other Elohim before him. So again, I say repent because the kingdom of Elohim is still at hand. 
The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of Elohim is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel because it's still good news even today. You know, don't be like others in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Messiah who is the image of Elohim should shine unto them. Don't let your minds be blinded by the world. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Know the difference. Know what God ye are serving. And most of all, be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to have your mind renewed. You've been programmed. You have to deprogram yourself. You've been programmed from the time that you were born all the way through college. That was programming. Make no mistake about it. It was programming from the God of this world. And it was intentional so that ye might grow up to be good servants unto the God of this world. That's why you have to reprogram yourself to become servants of Yahuwah Elohim. This is why when he was teaching Israel, he had to take them out of the world. Into the wilderness. They were in the world, but they were not of the world. In fact, all... The nations of the world that surrounded them was wondering, how in the world are they surviving in an inhabitable wilderness? And they had two words. But yeah. But yeah. Hallelujah. I know it seems impossible. I know it seems like it can't be done. I know all the all the cards are stacked against us. I know it's going against the grain. Make no mistake about it, I know what I'm saying. I choose my words carefully. Amen. But I I don't have to be careful when I say these two. But yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not for the faint of heart. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye, ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and Elohim have remembered her iniquities. The day is coming, y'all. It's coming quicker than you might think. Never before in the history of humanity has there ever been a people as close to the end times prophecies coming to pass as we. Never. And tomorrow we'll be even a little closer. So I say choose today whom ye will serve. That's all I have. All right, we'll take any questions. Amen. 
Uh, my question is about the God of this world, the money that 